Hello everybody and welcome to Full Throttle Refueled, the Octane.gg Rocket League podcast. I am your host, Not Blonde Monkey. Joining me today are Swami. Hello. And Andy. Hi. So this week was a pretty big week. So we got the main headlines of the earlier, as of recording, earlier today's final release after all the years of waiting of the esports items and the first day of, of the esports shop. We had NARLCS League Play continuing with the big three remaining undefeated while Space Station Gaming picking up a huge win to get their season back on track. EU RLCS League Play continued with Dignitas, the shocking Swami's dark horse pick, Dignitas going 0-3 and a perfect shutout to, that kicked off the EU day. South America continued with a big victory for console Rocket League esports in general. Uh, we had OCE kicking off their season a week delayed with the Chiefs looking like they're back on top in the region. And then we had the two se- the two separate rival series kicking off. So NARLRS uh, began with a familiar sketchy face returning to Rocket League. And the Peeps were upset in their first match in their quest for promotion this season. And then finally, we had the EU rival series that began with Complexity and Velo- the Veloce Esports kicking off their seasons 2-0. Uh, Complexity going 6-0 and and Veloce going 6-1. and Perfect starts for those two teams. And then across, and then the rest of the results, we had things like DreamHack Dallas, the Asia Pro League, and many more. So that's what we'll be getting onto today. But the first thing we're going to, we're going to go through is the eSports items, the final, final release of the items. Um, so last week, we, we got a closer look where we found out that, at least in the first wave, Barcelona, PSG, and Space Station weren't getting any items. What could this? Could the lack of football club items specifically, because PSG also don't have any, is this a is this a big deal? Could this mean that we never have them? It seems like a, a tricky thing. I'm not really sure how the the branding and stuff works, the rights for all of this, but I figure since uh, a bizarre more than just esports organizations there's some red tape that's going on yeah exactly and i mean there's also the issue of the the rights for them could possibly be owned by ea or maybe konami who i think are the ones who develop pez which could be Uh, very problematic exclusive video game rights yeah exactly that could be very very problematic in the future um, and then obviously you've got Space Station who aren't there, which is, you know, kind of obvious because they signed their team a week before the announcement. So the so for a quick rundown, so each team has two decals for an oct for the Octane and the Dominus, one banner, and multiple wheels. I think from what I remember, is it three wheels per team? Yeah, I, I believe so. So I know the ones we've seen. So the one, so today's one, which is the one for Dignitas, which so that we're recording on Tuesday. So the Dignitas wheels, and then we I've also seen the Apex ones, and I believe there's one more, but I haven't actually managed to see that one yet. I'm very excited to see how it looks because the Apex ones, in particular, they look so clean. Yeah, I mean, you're starting off with the Apex wheels. Can't really yeah, go exactly. wrong there. Uh, the one thing that's cur- that's interesting is the fact that each team, like, so if you equip a decal, it's the same colour for both teams. So, for example, the Splice decal, you've got a yellow decal on the blue team. That could make Ranked very interesting. But at the same time, that's going to make RLCS very fun because that probably means that teams are going to be using their decals. Yeah, I think... I don't know. I believe they will force the players to use their decals. I'm not sure. That would. I wouldn't be, be surprised, though. but at yeah. the same time, this is this is Sionics. You never quite know what's going to end up happening. I also um, love for the teams to actually use the colors that their org uses. Yeah, that that is cool. That is yeah. that is pretty good. Um, Knowing when uh, Cloud Nine might orange. actually. Yeah, exactly. So like this forces yeah, yeah. this forces the the colors to actually be correct, which is definitely good. Um, so we've got each team has. Oh yeah, wait, hold on, I've already done that. Uh, so the shop it's nested underneath this sort of new shop section in the main menu, where so it's sort of that the the esports shop and the showroom are in their own little section. Could that sort of limit the amount of people who are seeing it and like which sort of 
which sort of defeats the purpose of getting casual fans of Rocket League into esports if you have to actively find the esports shop. I mean, what do you guys? I don't. I don't think so. It's it's like right at the top of the list. It's the first uh, is, item on the menu. True. I think it would have been nicer shop, had so it people know what they're in the it menu is. though. Yeah, I, I mean, will, yeah, I don't think it will affect anything. Uh, like, at least for me, one of the first thing I like doing when I get a new game is checking out everything. For example, in the menu. Yeah, that's true. So yeah, I visited exactly. absolutely mm-hmm. anything, and uh, yeah, it's not really hard to find. It's like two clicks, and then you're in it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, the way I, I think the UI is like it's fine. Yeah, I, 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 I do that. like the UI of the shop itself. I think that looks really cool. Onto actually buying them, so it's effectively the same system as Overwatch, um, where you buy, where you buy, I guess you buy tokens, and then you use those tokens to buy items. Surely yeah. this, like, I'm pretty sure this means that the new fan rewards are just going to be esports tokens, which I would definitely be happy with. Um, really, you think they're going to do esports tokens? I reckon as they will because they. This is the first season for a couple seasons where they haven't introduced a new set of rewards. Um, and like everything yeah, else true. about these tokens is very similar to the Overwatch system. I think that's fair though. Because I don't know, it it will limit sales. Well, it, exactly, it doesn't, yeah. the, that doesn't really impact. It doesn't impact the orgs because the orgs. I'm pretty sure they'll still get the same cut. They'll still get the same amount of money for each item. Mm-hmm. It. Ju- I don't know. It just. It. It really depends on whether, on how much like Sonic. Because uh, like it depends on what the lack of new fan rewards means. Uh, uh, I mean, I. I think the fan rewards. I. I mean, they're nice, but I don't think people are too upset. Yeah. New fan That's, rewards. Yeah, that um, is true. Right. So mo- I, I think on. the esports stuff. Yeah, okay. Oh yeah, sorry. Yeah. So moving on to the sort of the more controversial side is the way the shop works, where items stay for up to for either twenty four or forty eight hours and then go away from the shop. They they come back unlike Fortnite where it can be you know multiple months until they come back but this sort of this system of fear of missing out a lot of people have criticized it what, uh, Swami what do you think of that yeah so um and this kind of touches back on what we were just talking about um with you know this being a a thing for revenue sharing with the organizations i think that um while it sucks from the consumer end because you might not necessarily be on rocket league to get the items that you want on the day that they're available yeah exactly that could be, um, that could be you might you might feel encouraged to spend more money because because of that um i think it's good for the orgs because the whole point of this is that they're trying to get the orgs involved they're trying to have a system where they can share revenue and so orgs are attracted to not only stay with the game and ho- hopefully new orgs come in to pick up teams well, so one I thing, think, um, speaking, you know, it is unfair to the consumers, but yeah. it's good for the words. I mean, speaking of orgs, there's like we've had big orgs that have pulled out of Rocket League. So orgs like Envy and CLG. This is a couple of seasons ago, but could this be enough to bring them back and you know bring in orgs like Team Liquid, which is one that's Team Liquid, sort of the big dog of orgs that you really, really want to have. You really, really want to have them. Could this oh. could this be the tipping point to push Team Liquid into Rocket League? I think that we need, first of all, we need more teams in the RLCS because yeah, no one wants that, to that get definite, that's an RLCS team. So, it, yeah, it doesn't really matter. Uh, like, first we need a team expansion, then we can say that this, then this will work. Yeah. Uh, right. It's a start, but there needs to be some more security for the orgs, I think. Yeah. That, yeah, that's definitely true. Um, so, moving on to what we're going to call the Full Throttle Refueled Recap. I actually did manage to say that correctly. Um, so, we'll start off with the with the Rival Series. So, the North American Rival Series. We had Plot Twist and Birds and the Bees both going off to 1-0. Afterthought, Peeps and Pittsburgh Embers. We'll move on to Pittsburgh Embers later. Uh, moving to 1-1. One one. Upper 90 Esports. Um, they're one and two, and then the dudes sitting at the bottom, zero oh and one, and then you got RBG, former Continuum roster, who were who are yet to play this uh, this season. Um, the the big game, Swami. What do you think the the real grudge match this week was? I definitely thought it was Birds and the Bees versus Afterthought. Yeah, yeah that was course. that was the proper sort of grudge match heading into the yeah. rival series. 
the revenge of shock, but it wasn't yeah. to be. Not quite. Um, it was a lot closer than I thought, um, than I personally thought it would be. Um, Birds and Bees are just such a strong team. And I think they were definitely one of the teams during plans that everyone expected to make it. Yeah. Afterthought, on the other hand, they didn't have necessarily the same strong results, especially because, you know, they were sort of a last-minute team. But they mm-hmm. do have Hato and Tynot Tyler, two RLCS Yeah, this, they've, got, they've got the I experience in these clutch situations. Like, especially yeah. in those play-in brackets, we had a... a when Tynot Tyler made it through with Emotion in... Was it Season 4? That was a that was that was a sort of a really clutch win. So ironically enough, over Hato, but yeah, yeah. They, they, it was still they've got that sort of clutch experience that can really help Afterthought. And I think the fact that they won against Upper Ninety earlier in the day it, it bodes well for this team. I think that they're up there with Birds and the Bees, even though they lost as you know a top four contender, yeah. if not even top two. Mm-hmm. Um. So we also had the Peeps, who are. According to ninety nine percent of people, the best team in the North American Rival Series, going one and one, a, re- a massive shock. They lost. They got swept by Upper Ninety Esports, who were the who were the real upset team in the play-ins. How 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 did that happen? The the esports channel. Yeah, I mean, aside aside from obviously the the esports channel curse, where anyone who's in who. Any pro who actively participates in the esports channel and the Rocket League Discord is cursed, uh, which we which was proven right because after that series, Wrestles left the uh, the Rocket League server, and then they swept Pittsburgh Embers the next day. So we're it, we're cursed, guys. It's it, that, that's it. Illuminati has been confirmed. Exactly. Once more. Um. So yeah. So like, what what went wrong for the oh, peeps in that in the first series? Uh, I think for me, it seemed like upper 90 just came out clutch because it was two overtime wins in game one and game yeah. three that that uh, really solidified it. Mm-hmm. Um, the game three overtime, it lasted like nine yeah, seconds. Yeah, so. straight off the kickoff. So, I mean, it's a bit of really shoddy defending. There. It, was a close, it was a close series. Yeah. Every game was a one-goal game. That, I think that definitely reminds me of one of, the, of one of the EU series that we'll get onto later. <laughs> Um, so move, so moving on now to probably the sketchiest news of the week when, uh, Defiant were picked up by Pittsburgh Embers. Might not sound like a familiar name, but closer investigation will quickly lead you to the fact that they are in fact owned by Ryan, who is the, who was the owner of Fibian Esports. What, how, how has this, how has he managed to, to find his way back into the Rocket League scene? That's my question. Uh, I honestly don't know. Uh, the, like, the players, uh, they should, they should know who the owner is yeah, of the org okay. they signed with. Uh, what I'm and... really hoping is that they've literally, they've like signed contracts until the end of the season. They didn't make the mistake of what, they won't make the mistake of what the, the, of what the Fibian roster who then went on to be Applesauce, not the the one last year. They're, hopefully, they didn't. Make uh, the didn't, same they, didn't they go to they Dignitas did. after being Fibian? So yeah, so they went. So they were going to get picked up by EG right around the promotion tournament, oh. and then because of all the things with contracts and uh, and Ryan blocking the move, that basically put an in. Basically, effectively after that, the players were sort of shaken. And then they threw, they messed up the promotion tournament. Yes, they did end up getting picked up by Dignitas, but imagine how insane it would have been seeing seeing Evil Geniuses pick up a team a season earlier than they did. That would have been really quite something. Uh, and Fibian, I mean, going into that promotion tournament, it really looked like they they were so good. Seven and zero in the rival series, by far the best team out of those four. And then they just just things behind the scenes, and it crumbles. Right, that's it. That's it for the North American rival series. Moving over to EU, we had Complexity and Veloce with per- so Complexity with the perfect 6 and 0 start. Veloce losing just one game. Uh who is it against? Against Baguette Squad. Uh Method going 1 and 1, the loss against uh, Complexity. Not much you can do there against a clearly RLCS level team. Baguette Squad going one and two. That was the really big one. Baguette Squad beating ALG, a massive upset. That's really bad for ALG, who are a team who are really looking to make that top four. Whereas Baguette Squad, they're you know they're they're lucky to be here. They were nineteenth seed in the play-ins. And then you got Xenomoon, 
who played against uh who are they against so they were against method and veloce who i think are the second and third best teams in the rival series they're oh and two and now they've got two weeks off which is and they've and they've almost already lost their top two hopes um but the big game the big or the big games for me were complexities games both series they they proved that, that they were by far they were they proved that they were much better than everyone else in the rival series method last season were one of the top teams complexity just destroyed them in a sweep and then they destroyed baguette squad as well even with a lengthy overtime at the end did you guys think like surely complexity looked right in up there with rlcs level gameplay flakes was brilliant absolutely i mean i've been watching a lot of flakes recently on stream and he talks about how um complexity actually mainly seems to scrim rlcs teams and of course, uh, Magnus and Greasy, they're, they're boys with all of the, yeah, exactly. the RLCS pros in the EU. So it, it makes sense that they could have those opportunities. And scrimming those teams has really been paying off because complexity is absolutely on another level mm-hmm. from the other rival series teams. Yeah, if they manage to keep this up, uh, I can't see them not coming back. To yeah, the exactly. Although then they... again, nobody yeah, saw we... them getting relegated last season and that happened. I, I called it. All right, maybe somebody did. Yeah, unless they, you know, the promotion is still a, a one day. Yeah, uh, that's that's and... my only worry. Uh, anything could happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Four so, yeah, more weeks so, to play. Exactly. So yeah, they're like they they they're not they haven't even they haven't made top two yet. They've got probably their toughest match against Veloce next week or this week. Um, yeah. that that is the game to watch. And also method against Veloce. It's a huge week for for those top three teams. Yeah, it's still early in the season. We gotta see how it develops. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. Right. I think uh, so... the one thing that's going for Zenomoon, who are at the bottom, is that they do have the two weeks off. So hopefully they can see how things shake out and come in with a fresh mindset. Yeah, exactly. Right. So the North. Yeah. So now we move on to the RLCS. Uh, we'll kick off with North America, which was obviously the first the first set of matches last week last Saturday. Um, we had G two flying up to three and O. The big three, I mean, they're all still undefeated. They're between them, they're seven and O. Then Space Station picking up a clutch sweep over Evil Geniuses. Um, NRG completely dismantled slu- uh, Splice, uh, and then you got Rogue and Ghost. They're O and five between them. Do Andy? Do, were there any games in particular that that stood out? Uh, well, let's see. The grudge match between uh, uh, G two and Rogue was yeah. very interesting to watch. You know, it was. I, I think it was closer off. than people thought it would be. Yeah, definitely. Game five uh, with, overtime. Well, uh, Rogue. A lot of people uh, said they would do really bad, and well, they got off to a bad start. But if they, 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 they have the potential. Yeah, they, they definitely do. I mean, two game fives is not bad, yeah. especially given that they lost. They've lost three overtimes, and they've lost two game fives. Like it, they could so easily have been completely different series, which is re- insane to think about. Uh, Swami, what was the what was the key match this week for you? For me, it was Space Station Gaming versus Evil Geniuses because Great these are both Space teams. Station. Yeah, Space Station. After that, really close uh, reverse sweep by G two last week over them. I think they they came back with a vengeance and absolutely for for everyone. I think um, people definitely didn't sleep on Space Station. They all thought highly of them, but. Space Station is actually performing, and it's wonderful to see. Typical this is was a, this was another series. Everything. It was another series where it was way closer than the three O would suggest. The games two and three both going to relatively chunky overtimes. On another day, it's it's a sweep for EG. It could almost be a sweep for EG. The issue that I had with EG though is that it's it's either corrupt G or Drip A in that series was inconsistent. Yeah. Classics was the one person that was consistently, you know, putting up numbers all across the field. But mm-hmm. it was either corrupted G was on or Drip A was on or neither of them. Yeah. And 
really came back to bite them. I think mm-hmm. their consistency is the big thing that is dragging this team down. And I, I think the reason why they might not make it to land again this season. Yeah, exactly. But I mean, they've got, so EG, they've got a huge week next week playing against Cloud9 and NRG. If they lose both of those, they're now, what? They're now one and four. And four. They've got to, they've got to then beat. I mean, they their last two series are Splice and Ghost, which are two series that they should win. But even going three and four, they could still end up coming up against one of the big three in the playoffs. Yeah. Um, right. Big grim. Moving on, moving on to Europe, we had a of a shorter length, a shorter day of matches. Given that four out of the five series were sweeps, ironically enough, the other one was a game five overtime. But we'll move on to that in a minute. The we had the the full after last week's sort of rise of Barcelona. This week we had the fall of Barcelona as that the, the the Barcelona hype train was derailed after about five seconds, uh, which was slightly sad to see for them. Dignitas, what's going on? They're one and nine. How has this happened? I don't even know where to start on the Dignitas series. Andy, what do you think? Well, uh, I I didn't watch the matches, so I'm not sure what the problems were. But um, uh, I don't know. It, It feels so weird because you can't really say they don't gel after their win in DreamHack Leipzig, Leipzig, you feel like they um, they could be one of the best in the world, but getting swept twice, maybe they just had a bad day. It, it really looks like it. It's, it's, it's not even a bad day at this point, because they lost to Barcelona last week, who looked pretty bad. Pretty, They lost to Barcelona in week one, who looked pretty bad last on Sunday. It, yeah. it, I, I, I just think that... They lost a lot with KDOP, and Yukio is a great player, but he doesn't fill what he doesn't fill the hole that KDOP left behind in this roster. KDOP, I mean, and Scrub talked about it in his interview um, before the stream started. He said that just having KDOP on your team, his presence gives you so much confidence and yeah. inspires you to play at your best. Mm-hmm. And I, I know for a fact that Yukio's presence does not do that for Dignitas. Yeah, exactly those players that's hot and cold all the time mm-hmm. so the rest of eu uh well actually before we so yeah so the rest of eu swamid were there any were there any big highlights for you of course uh vitality holding yeah exactly uh, proving why k-dot really is the best Dop is the best fairy peak is a monster in defense scrub kill is a monster all across the field Mm-hmm. I mean, they are. A mo- they're all monsters all across the field. Yeah, it's, exactly. This team is terrifying right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, they like it's not even just their offense. Like last season, when they were double committing every every other ball, they they were their defense was leaky as well. But I mean, against Barcelona, zero goals. What what do you what can what can people do? How do you stop this team oh. now? I, I think there is something to be said about Barcelona's shooting accuracy that game. That's, it was that's abysmal. Fair. But I mean, like they had the same plenty time, of chances. It's got even terrible shooting accuracy isn't going to f- make you score zero goals in a full series. Hitting the crossbar on open nets will that that certainly could open nets. They they had plenty of easy shots that they should have just nailed and they didn't. Mm-hmm. I I think they just got to clean it up. So the other matches in EU, we had a a ridiculously close sweep, uh, which was TSM over Triple Trouble. Up until the the beginning of Game 3, Triple Trouble really looked like they had a good shout. They were... TSM, they were playing at the same speed. They're on the same wavelength. It was end-to-end. It was just a case of who cracked first. And in two consecutive overtimes, it was Triple Trouble. And after TSM scored a kickoff goal in game three, that really just dis- that completely destroyed Triple Trouble. There was no coming back from there. And then the the the, the other match was the Bricks. Five. They, in that last week they lost a game five overtime. This week they ended up being victorious over Mouse Sports. Would have been weird to see Cuxit losing two game five overtimes in a row. So I'm very glad they won. And moving on to next week. We've got again, like the thing is with EU, every match is a huge match for every team. It's just everyone is so close. 
Uh, well, if if Dig loses to Mouse, that's gonna be yeah. That is that that's gonna be weird. That's like even because like e- but even so, Mouse sports are still looking very good. Yeah, they're uh, looking a lot better than they did another, in the They almost got us. Yeah, they're looking so much better. Like even in the off season, the off season they were terrible. Uh, but now they've proved why you know picking up a lot was a good idea. I, I do believe that against the Bricks, they played very similarly to how they played against Triple Trouble, but they weren't defending nearly as well. Yeah, and I think their, that their defense. Their success really lives and dies by their ability to just in their net. Yeah, because they do let a lot of shots in. Yeah, they let the shots on, but against Triple Trouble, they could save them. But against against the Bricks, it just didn't seem like they could. They could just save them quite as much. Um, offense, they are looking clean. Yeah. Very, very good. Mm-hmm. Right, so moving on to South America, we had some nice news over there when Team Cryptic, who had a team in OCE last season, they picked up Shootem, which is it's great to see more 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 orgs picking up South uh, teams in the, the sort of the smaller regions. Um, but this week we had Ints moving on to three and oh, they're nine and two now. Great stuff for them. They swept uh, G Factor Galaxy, but the big game for me was low key esports sweeping Lotus. What what on earth has gone wrong for Lotus? They were they were dominant. Like even even in the even in the the monthly grind series cups, they were a clear second place team. But now it just seems like they've just collapsed. Swami, any any thoughts on that? Yeah. Uh, I'm. I really don't know what to say, but this is this is not the first time Loki's beat Lotus. Uh, they they beat him in the in ESL the, yeah, Brazil. ESL Premier Brazil. We'll move on to the ESL Brazil later, actually. In this, uh, I think Loki's passing and their challenging of Lotus's aerial passes was just too good. They were playing so fast and cleanly, yeah. and Lotus is just they get into these habits of over aggressing when they're in defense, leaving one person in net, and when that person misses, it's just an open net and as long as the other team can put it away cleanly, um, that's a goal. So mm-hmm. I, I think Lotus just needs to calm down a bit sometimes. And yeah. Bit of time. Um, so, that, so, yeah, so South America, we've got... Um, because the top six, they're all in the, in the regional finals. Team Cryptic, they were, they were a team who looked okay, but they're now bottom two. Fantasy Death overtook them. With a, a very big win for for console Rocket League, because they swept Cryptic, which was a big shock for me. I mean, two overtimes, but still, this is a team who, again, like as well as G Factor, most people expected to be bottom two, but great win for them. Sigmoid said they'd go zero and twenty one this season. Yeah, exactly. So I mean, uh, they they've clearly, clearly proving done, that they, they, they've gone from zero and six to three and six. So well done, well done to them. Um. So, moving on to the OCE RLCS, which kicked off this week uh, a week later than everything else. But nonetheless, we're, we're here now. We had a... I think it was... So, we had Emprox picking up Ape, who were the, the sort of... From what I remember, they were a team who uh, consisting of players who had always been sort of regarded highly, but never been in the RLCS. And then they got picked Actually, up by Emprox uh... last week. This this team is a straight up ranked team according yeah. to Yummy Cheese Man. Mm-hmm. Like no tournament yeah. experience. I I don't have that much knowledge about OC, but I'd never heard of these. Yeah, I mean, I had never players. heard of these guys until I saw that they qualified for RLCS. Yeah. Um. So we had so this week. Uh. So f- so they got off to a pretty bad start. They were swept by Icon. Um. Icon then reverse swept in in a game five overtime out of order. And after that, out of order, they just looked destroyed. Uh, they got swept by one and E, who so one and E picked up dunk driving. Uh, so that's a change, delusion, and frenzy. Um, that is a that which was not the result out of order we're looking for after that gauntlet win the other week. Uh, one and E then actually ended up losing to Justice in another reverse sweep. It was a very it, that definitely reminds me of some of the weeks of EU league play. Where it's just so many reverse sweeps. Uh, Justice then swept es- uh, is it Team Esper, and Chiefs uh, swept Edge. So Chiefs looked dominant. 
Do you, would you agree with that? I mean, they, they look like they're back in form. Absolutely. Chiefs are, um, I think, undoubtedly the top of the region again, um, especially after their dominant performances and pretty much all the gauntlets. Even the one they lost was very close. So. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it was, it, was a, it was a reverse sweep with lots of overtime. Um, all one goal games. But also the, the big series. So one in the eSports, they were coming straight off the back of a sweep over probably the third best team in the region out of order. And they get off to a flyer against Justice win the first two games, game two overtime, and just like that, another reverse sweep. Justice come back, get the win. Justice ended ending up on 2-0. and So we've got Icon, Justice, and Chiefs all getting off to perfect starts. Uh, one and E, one and one, and then Edge, Esper, Emprox, and Out of Order yet to find a win. Do you think this this destroys Out of Order season? Have they Are they out of top four now? Uh, I don't think so. They, I think they'll bounce back. It was a, I, well, I don't know the mentality of these players, but getting reverse swept kind of does something to you. Yeah, that's and definitely true. I, I don't know if, if that played a part in them not showing up uh, versus uh, one and knee. Mm-hmm. But, but uh, I mean, yeah, even so, that's not, the one and knee were uh, are a new team for LCS. So you'd expect them to be winning that either way, but. You know, sometimes sometimes that happens. They've still one got, thing about the good one thing and is e. they've got time to bounce back. Yeah, and and the thing about one and e is that um, unlike out of order, change and frenzy have a long history of playing together. And uh, delusion is uh, he's called the golden boy of OCE. Yeah, um, he's such a mechanically talented player, and hit their series against Justice where they were reverse swept. Um, they really started going down games four and five when Delusion was just not connecting with balls. He was making a lot of whiffs across the field. I think that this team lives and dies by his performance. Mm-hmm. That, yeah, that definitely seems like something that rings true. Um, so with the so that's OCE done, which means that the full throttle refueled recap for week number one slash week number two depending on which league you follow uh is over and we'll move on now to the sort of the full throttle refueled i guess it's a sort of a world tour where we'll sort of we'll go around all of the all of the the national leagues the regional lands regional leagues and qualifiers so we'll start off with i'd say probably the biggest one this weekend which was the asia pro league finals so None of the Chinese teams qualified. Uh, so we had Ostec Warriors. Uh, they beat one and e Glory Stone in the grand finals. For a moment, it did look like one and e had the upper hand. Um, but Ostec, after that game two overtime, they really started speeding up. Uh, Ostec Warriors, I mean, I don't know how they do it playing on over 100 teams. Yeah, but they, are, they are far and away the best team in Asia right now. Um slightly worrying to see first season that like because like it's just sort of this team who in the past haven't really been considered part they're more considered to be part of europe than asia and they just come out and they just dominate the asian region on high ping yeah absolutely mental mm -hmm. and then we had a we had lgm uh beating one any eight one any aegis in the in the third place playoff so i mean this is a this is good I mean, it's it's definitely good for Ostec Warriors because it gives them, you know, a reason to keep going to be able to play in a proper league. Uh, but again, it's if they're just destroying Asia, surely they should maybe be able to play Europe, like even rival series qualifiers. I mean, I, I would love to see Ostec Warriors face off against uh, Erodium because they're both such. Yeah, that would be really teams. fun to see. Match. Um. So that, unlikely at this moment. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, so there's the Asia Pro League. So the next up, we had the DreamHack Dallas qualifiers, which pretty much went as expected. Uh, I mean, the only the only real teams who didn't make it who should have. You had a uh, you had Nordavind and Crazy Crew not making it for Europe. Um, Nordavind. Yeah, Nordavind. I think definitely should have, but Crazy Crew. I think they changed their roster shortly before, but they played the qualifier with the old roster. I think that that was Wolves on the Moon, Godsmiller, and Sieb, but they didn't play with Sieb. And then 
in North America, you had the peeps and birds and the bees forfeiting at the last second. From what I know, I think Rettles said this in the in the Rocket League Discord. Um, they the, at least the peeps they forfeited because they're going to Dallas anyway, which I think is really nice of them. But what about birds and the bees? Do you think they did the same thing? I would assume so. I, I see no reason why they would just up and forfeit in a qualification match. Yeah, well, exactly. The thing is, I don't see the need to forfeit. Like, if you're a team, you'd rather try to qualify so you'll get to go for free, I guess. Unless that's true. Unless they had real, like, unless they had plans to go anyway. I think. I think that's it. I think that is it. I think I'm pretty sure they had plans to go anyway, and now the RLRS teams get qualify get a like priority in the open signups as well as the championship series teams. As you said, they wanted to give other teams a shot, you know, at the, exactly. mm-hmm. at the close qualifier. Like if you, it's, it's, diff- yeah, Dallas, uh, it will make sense. But if it's the NA qualifier for an EU. Yeah, exactly. Pack, if it was, you know, the that, yeah, then that would one, make no sense. That would yeah. be really weird. Right. So moving on now, we had the, so we've had the conclusion of half of the ESL Brazil Premier League, uh, which is the first group, Group A. Uh, we had Ince and Loki making the making the top four playoffs, but not Lotus. They've still got one more game to go against, against Fantasy Death. But no matter what they do, they can't they can't go through. How like surely like they were dominant in the region in the top two spots for so long. Have they have they passed their peak now at the worst time? I think, uh, as unfortunate as it is, I think they have. Um, Loki and Ince are both gaining confidence the more they play because yeah. they are relatively new rosters compared to Lotus. Mm-hmm. And them just improving with every single series. So yeah, I, I think Lotus Lotus has their work cut out for them. Yeah, exactly. They've got they've got to work if they want to get that top two spot and make RLCS. So then Group B, we've got we've got a battle on our hands for the set so Erodium, obviously, you know, they're six and oh, they've made the top two in their group. But then Orchid and Team Synergy, they they face off on on Thursday. So this might have actually or Wednesday it's Wednesday night, Thursday morning. So it this it's probably already tomorrow. happened by the time the episode go, uh, goes live. But they're effectively they're both they're playing for that second top four spot. Surely, I mean, Orchid on paper are the far stronger team, but could could Synergy take the win here? It, I don't really think so, um, because again, Orchid is a new team, and yeah, I would say just like with Loki and Ince, they're gaining confidence the more they play mm-hmm. against Erodium this week in the Grand Series. They uh, look scared at times, so I, I yeah, don't that, think that, that they're going to have a problem with Team Synergy. Mm-hmm. So moving on now to the we're okay. So moving on now to the TCS esports series, which is the Swiss esports league. Um, last so effectively, the two big teams here are Lausanne esports, uh, who which consists uh, two members of whom are members are uh, Classic and Hello, who are on that that uh, that doomed Zentox roster who almost qualified for RLCS before it was found out that Itachi wasn't wasn't uh, eligible. So Lausanne, as well as Servette, uh, Zafer, Mirrowing, and Yagi? Yagi? Yagi. Yagi. Uh, they're, they're both 4-0, which is effectively, like, they're, they are the top teams here. They should be winning. Um, do you... Is it, like... Is this is the is having these? I'll, I'll I'll talk about this again in a minute uh, with the uh, the Baltic Esports League. Is having these these sort of these quite big local lands? Is it an effective way of discovering talent for for the sort of the rival series teams? Uh, I I like having regional tournaments where you could kind of map who are the best players in each region. Uh, and, you know, with the uh, Telenor League in Norway, I wouldn't have found such a great community. Yeah, exactly. And I think the Swiss community is only gaining from having this and, you know, all the other regional lands that we'll be talking about later. Um, yeah, seems, so... It seems like a really good way. 
yeah like, exactly people in the countries and yeah and then we've also got here the Baltic Esports League. So we've got the TCS, where the finals, it's about a $3,500 prize pool. And then also the Baltic Esports League, which is just under 2000 So I, I think this start, these kinds of tournaments are really good for, sort of, so for finding this talent that maybe you wouldn't otherwise find. Um, so moving on to something where, where we have a sort of... We, Andy, you're our, you're our, you're the expert on our next part, on our next tournament, which is the Frag League Season Two qualifiers. So you've made top sixteen in both qualifiers, I believe. So yeah. talk us through how how have they how have they been? How's it been to play in them? Yeah, I actually came just from the qualifier two to this uh, podcast now. Uh, we were one game or one series away from qualifying, but Feels uh, bad. there are actually quite some decent names here yeah because uh, i remember because you got triple trouble and nordavind both qualifying yeah. for the finals already and then players like uh like sweaty mix jay walls uh you know very yeah. big names all qualifying for the finals and there's nine qualifiers yeah there, uh, there's wait, actually eight, eight qualifiers. qualifiers and um uh yeah, thirty-two team open. I think it's single bracket, single elimination bracket in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, let's see, uh, there are some big names. I don't know how if the level will improve anymore. Like, uh, I I imagine after every single qualifier, there'll be less and less good teams. So I yeah, actually think my exactly team right. has a decent chance of qualifying. Like in the later qualifiers but right now there are so many good teams um yeah mm-hmm. and this uh this uh tournament you gotta have two nordic players playing yeah which is why triple trouble were playing with uh Sieb instead of casio yeah, yeah. uh we have uh jables reganam uh, and arju under the name uh Begalon. You know, Norwegian, I like that. Yeah. And then we have, um, uh, yeah, Nordwind qualifying with their actual roster and uh, Sweaty Carry with Zero and Sweaty and Sharp. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so some big, some pretty big names qualifying for this, given that it's a, that it's a relatively small tournament. Yeah, it, has, it actually has quite a bit of a price pool. It has $5,000, apparently. Yeah, that's actually... Well, uh, it, it also, you got you got to realize that the, we don't know how that's going to be spread, given that there's 32 teams. They could pull a Renegade Cup and, you know, give a decent chunk to the every single team, rather than a lot to the top teams. I think... Okay, uh, I don't know, but I'm going to predict that only top four will get money and the top teams will get the most that's my prediction at least uh yeah and similar to renegade cups yeah exactly yeah the qualifier two is not a liquid period yet but we see uh, the team question mark question mark question mark with a uh, waffle mads and uh I, I don't know how to pronounce the english and Phoenix, they're decent players. They should be able to do pretty well in the finals or the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And we have uh, an interesting team, Copenhagen Flames, all the boys. Oh, uh, yeah. Little throwback. Yeah, I saw with that one. Abe, Fuzz, and Full Pip. Uh, no, wait, that's Becky. He, is, he has this weird smash dodge. <laughs> we all know Becky. Uh, and we have uh, Finland. With, uh, yeah, some bubble players. I don't know if I'm going to name everyone. Should I? Yeah, go on. One. All right. So Finland with TK, Tosses, and Topa. And then we have Monka S with uh, this guy. Uh, he's my friend, but I can't pronounce his name. So then, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll say Linus. <laughs> and then we have Leboeuf and Jojo. But there was something happening today, and I, I want to criticize the organizers for that, and that is that since we had the update rolling out today, uh, uh, Linus had a problem with launching it for some reason. There was some, he got some error message. So the organizers let, uh, let them get an emergency sub. Uh, they 
as long as it was a two to three Nordic roster. So I'm not sure if that was the right call. It cost us a playoff, but I, I think we'll make the playoff anyway. But yeah, you've got you've got plenty of opportunities to do it. Yeah, if if we don't, I'll be I'll be slightly salty. Ah. But um, the general organizing is it hasn't been too great, but the organizers are new to organizing on Smash.gg. So I hope it will get better for every qualifier, and they have yeah. a lot of different qualifiers to improve on. Mm-hmm. Uh, and more chances. Exactly right. So we've got one more tournament, which might have finished right now. Uh, so this is the the Rocket Baguette Rising Stars Season Three, uh, the the Star League playoffs. Actually, no. So I think the gra- as of recording. Finals. Yeah, the grand finals are going on like right now between Liberate and Galactic Football. So this is a so Galactic Football doesn't sound familiar, but they've got two of their members are Rizwal and Swoopin, which is, who are two thirds of the Baguette Squad who are in the RLRS, and then they're joined by Ben NZTH. I'm not going to attempt to pronounce that. So they're playing against Liberate, which is Porto and Yukis. Uh, as well as Monkey Moon, who's obviously on Zenimoon right, in the right. RLRS. Right now, I'm watching the stream, and it's actually Vert or Virtuoso, and it's playing oh, instead of Porto. Oh, uh, instead so. of Porto, yeah, all right. So, yeah, because he, yeah, he's on their roster, but I wasn't sure if they'd be using a sub. So, yeah, so this is, it has been quite interesting so far, because we've had, so, for example, Lausanne Esports. So they, they're, like, one of the dominant teams in the Swiss leagues, but here they lost to Liberate uh, in the semifinals. And then Galactic Football barely scraped past AS Monaco, which is Econ, Hoops, Craw, and then possibly Sabo or Speed, who were their subs. But yeah, so I think this is another this is another Steve, example of yeah. a good yeah another example of a good regional league to help sort of find talent. Uh, I'm sure it's definitely been good for it. Definitely helped in getting a Rizwal and Swoop into the rival series. But yeah, that is... Yeah, it's organized by Rocket Baguette as well. Yeah, and exactly. I'm, I'm sure a, they they good... bring a lot of clout to it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. with that is our, our, last re- our last regional tournament. So, the right. full... I want to say one oh, thing about thing. Uh, Rocket Baguette Stars. And that is that I saw the format and it's actually a lot of lower leagues Yeah, there's lots tournament. of lower leagues. I so, that's even better for growing talent and mm-hmm. let him, letting everyone compete in a professional environment. Yeah, exactly. That's, that is good. Right. So, that, that is going to do it for the Full Throttle Refueled World Tour. Uh, we'll move on now to our sort of the, the more the more fun set, the more fun part of, of, the, of the podcast. So, we'll start off with fantasy. So this week, so last week, I managed to to end up with the highest number of points. However, this week, Andy, you've come in and you've instantly taken the the crown away, three thousand seven hundred and fifty points this week. What? Who did? Who? Who got you there? Who? Who did well? Uh, wait, where did I check that? Actually, I am doing fantasy. I don't really care. I just set up a team <laughs> and see how it goes. It's too easy. Uh, just, nice. <laughs> I just uh, look at the budget and just yeah, just make the team. That's what, that's that, that's what I summed. That's what I did last season. This unless, season has been more active in it, it though. Like if a player really underperforms, I'll switch them out. Yeah. but generally, I just try to stick with the same team. Mm-hmm. So I was next up, just about next up, with a three thousand and seventy-five points. Um, so what basically I had four good players. And then Corrupted G did all right, but he wasn't great. And then obviously I had Alpha 54 in attack and Barcelona didn't score a single goal between the three of them. So that was never going to end well. But I had Garrett G, Ignite, Chicago and Torment all performing pretty well. Um, so for next week, I've swapped out Alpha 54 for Sipical because Sipical, like week one, people said he didn't do great and he still got like 550 points. And that's on a, you know, a, a technically a bad week. So who knows what... And then this week he got something like 850. So I'm excited to see what he does for my team. Uh, Swami, have you made any changes? Uh, yeah, I definitely have made some changes because uh, another week at the bottom of the standings uh, you, is You don't rough. like to see it. 3,046 points. 
thing is, I, four of my players did a- exceptionally well. Gary yeah, D, exactly. Foreman, a lot, and, and Kayo, but mm-hmm. it was Alpha 54 and Tadpole who really let me down. Oh, yeah. Actually, Alpha, he got me 284 points. Yeah, same. I had him in attack. I, he, I needed him to do well, and he just didn't. He, he wasn't there. Yeah. So I, I cut... I did Garrett G for Justin because Justin is cheaper and he's been putting up consistently better numbers. Mm-hmm. Put Justin in attack um, just because of who else I have. And then I picked up Fairy Peak in place of Alpha. And I have Fairy yeah. as a defender because Ooh, next okay. week uh, Vitality has some tough matches. That's true. Yeah. Fairy has been so stalwart on the goal line this season. So mm-hmm. I have faith. Right. So moving on, we've got our, our final segment of the week, which is the trivia. So last week, I was the one asking the questions, and Swami came out as the victor. So Swami, this week, uh, we've worked out what the prize is now. So this week, Swami, you get the honour of asking us the questions. So without further ado, Swami, take, take the lead. Give us some trivia questions. All right, perfect. So these trivia questions are all going to be RLRS-themed in, in honour of uh, the season starting. Question is... How many teams have had an undefeated league play season in RLRS? One, two, bonus if you can tell me the names. Oh, that's tough. Yeah, that is tough. Uh, Cheating. Yeah, no cheating. I'm going to have... Wait, can you can you go through the the numbers again? Is it just one, two, three, four? It's zero, one, two, or three. Oh, all right. In which case, I'm gonna go for. Th- so is this NA and EU? Uh, it's NA and EU combined. All, all of right. these questions are gonna be cross regional. In which case, I'm gonna go for three. I'm gonna say. Wait, is this undefeated as in games or series? Series, series, series. Okay, so I'm gonna say three. I'm gonna say complexity, veloce. And birds uh, and bees. This is und- undefeated league play seasons. Like oh, yeah. in the past. Oh, yeah, right. yeah. Uh, in which case, um, I I, have, I can DM Yeah, in which case, I think I've got an answer. All right, let's uh, hear it. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say two. Uh, Andy's you're going for two. So I think. Wait, are we right? First of all, you both said two. Then yeah, you're both yeah. right. All right, so. Is it? I'm pretty sure. Sh- so it is. Yeah, the bonus points. Yeah. Fanatic slash the leftovers and Fibian. Yeah, I got the same. You both get the three points total for there. You go easy stuff. The answer and the bonus. Yep, easy stuff. Good stuff. All right. So, next question. Hopefully, this one's a bit harder. What was the first season of RLRS that matches were broadcast on a secondary stream? Season five, season six, or the current season seven? Season five. And bonus if you can tell me the Twitch channel. Season five, uh, twitch.tv slash RL Esports. Yeah, I was about to type that. I'm with high quality observing. Suck at making questions. (laughs) I won't be doing it next week. True or false question. So, true or false. A world champion has competed in every promotion playoff to date. Wait. Yeah, I got. Oh my god! Oh my god! Right. Right. Yeah, I have it. Oh, this is tough. Am I correct, Swami? If you look at DMs. Oh, are we doing it? Are we doing it through DMs? Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm doing say... it just just to make sure that I. Like oh yeah okay I'm gonna I'm gonna say I'm gonna say false. I'm gonna say false and Andy wait, said true. Wait 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 I I miss misunderstood the question I thought you said oh, it, it's which, a true which, or false. Oh, oh right, okay. Uh, yeah oh. wait, okay so he right, so Ben is locked yeah. in with false. I'm Just I'm on right. I'm on true. True, there has been a world champion in every who, single promotion playoff to date. Can I, can I, say, can I say it? No, 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 because I, the next question is important. Oh, okay. Oh, all right. Is this the next question? Yeah. So the, so next, the question. next question Next question is, 
world champions have competed in the promotion playoff and bonus if you can name them oh okay five six or seven. Oh god okay uh well uh Ooh, five six or seven. i'm gonna ha- i'm gonna have to turn on some guesswork here because i cannot i can only think of two, I think, yeah i'm pretty sure i can only think of two uh, as a hint, uh, I'll say think think world champion subs as well. Oh, okay, those count. Yeah, I mean, shit. <laughs> I'll throw you a bone by saying Jazer did not actually play in the promotion playoffs with the Juice. Okay. Kids. All right. Um, I've got five names listed already. Oh, okay. One. Okay, I've got three. Wait. Um, interesting podcast. We're just sitting silent. Yeah, we're just we're just trying to trying to work out. Just sit. Oh, I know you guys thinking. aren't cheating right now. Looking this up, you know, <laughs> no, pretending no. that you're thinking the ah, answers in front of you. This is hard. There's no there's no pride in cheating. I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say five. Okay. Wait. So. Oh yeah. Okay. Can I can I give can I give my responses for who I think it is? No, not until not until right, Andy gives right. his number. Wait, how much time do I get? Am I am I pressured? Ten more seconds. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> Nine. I eight, I have those seven names right now. Uh, ten and five. I I don't think it is five, but I'll 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 go with it because I don't I've spent too much time thinking. All right. Well, the answer is actually six. Oh. Who do I miss? Who are they? Because right, I've got I've got Lachini. Oh, yeah, I'll list mine. I've got Lachinio. Oh, I didn't get Greasy, Greasy um, Re- uh, Devo and Maestro. Oh God, Remco as well. Come on, man. How yeah. how do you get Devo and Greasy and not Remco. Yeah, but that's five. I'm I'm still missing one. Yeah, there is a teammate of Greasy, yeah. a Marky Duder for XL. Oh yeah. yeah. Ah damn. Yep. Forgot what that's you. A, that's a. That's so a, it's those six. Mm-hmm. Who it's gonna be this season? Hmm. Yeah, which, which world champion? Hmm. I think we're gonna have at least one this season. So let me, let me just tell you the standings going into the last question. Uh-oh. Five points. Andy with six points. Uh-oh. <laughs> there is a bonus. There is oh, a bonus. God. All right, I've got, to get this bo- I've got to get the question and the bonus then. Come on, let, let's have it. Let's right, have the question. It's another true or false. Mm-hmm. True or false. Maestro is the only current RLRS player to play in every single promotion tournament. Uh right. Does this include subs? Yeah, I know, I know this. Sure. Only starting, only starting rosters on RLRS. Oh damn! All right, so. Oh god, I don't, I don't know this. I'm trying to, I'm trying to think, but I can't. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna say false. Yeah, say false. Yeah. Yeah, same. False. Yeah. Okay, so you both get a point for that. Can you uh, name the other person? Because it's only one other person. There's only one other person. Ah. Only an RLRS. Yeah. They're currently an RLRS. They played in every single promotion tournament today. Oh, hold on a minute. That's a that's a good way of working through this. Um, I feel like I'm giving you guys way too much time to rack your brains. <laughs> um, uh, no, so it can't be anybody from EU. Um. Any guess? Oh, wait, wait, what? Did he get it? Only, only, th- only one person. 
Is there only one person? Yeah, I, is it yeah. not? Is it not all of Allegiance? Uh, you're uh, just give me a name. Just give me a name. Ah. All right. Uh, um. Tyler. Tyler. Alright, can I can I say my boy, my nation, Greasy Meister. Right? And has it correct? It is Ty not Tyler. Oh I've done it. Does that Greasy just, Greasy that did not play Yeah, Greasy wasn't a starter, he was five. a sub. Ah, but he played that one game. I don't know. He he did play in that promotion tournament. Uh, but he, he played in the first one and the third one, not in the second one. Yeah, the second Shit. one, and he was a sub, and Envy didn't want in the promotion yeah, Envy, Envy made land, so yeah. Haven't all of Allegiance played in all three of them, though? It's just now two of them are on the Ghost Rock. Have, right? but yeah, exactly. They're not in RLRS, yeah, they're okay. in RLCS, mm -hmm. so... Right, so so that does it for trivia. It somehow ends up in a uh, Well, the thing is, you guys are tied, so do I do a tiebreaker? Or Okay, that's not happening. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to see that. All right. Um, I say we we call it a tie. Uh, I'm not. I'm not uh, willing. I'm not willing to screw can, up this last well, que another question. It, tie it is. Ben with seven. Andy with seven. Right, then I can I can make the questions since you've already done it. Yeah, exactly. You can do next week's questions. So you're yeah. the you're the you're technically the winner. Okay. It's the uh, reward, but it's still a exactly. Tie. You you get the reward, but we tie. So that that's gonna wrap it up for this week. Thanks to Swami and to Andy for joining me. You can follow but all of us on Twitter. So at NotBlondMonkey, at Swami underscore Ramen, and at Andy RL. And you can also follow at Octane underscore GG to keep up to date on Rocket League news as well as obviously visiting Octane.gg. And until until next week, goodbye. Goodbye. Bye.